Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Husmo Black Forum. Here we do it bigger, we do it better, we do it longer, and out of necessity, we'll do it louder than anyone out here. So relax. Here's your host, Husmo Black. Hey y'all, welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum. Hey, it's March uh, 23rd here, 2013, yeah. This this year is really uh, moving right along. Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum. You folks out in cyberspace, what's up? Sarah, the beautiful day here in ATL, y'all. A little uh, overcast, though. I say beautiful, a little rain. I mean, I'm just uh, comparing it to what... Uh, Talking to some of my friends up in the uh, northeast today, and they are uh, having quite a uh, weather uh, challenge up there. Yo, welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum, where our motto is to do it bigger, to do it better, to do it longer. And out of necessity, sometimes we'll do it louder out here. We we, we don't like to go there, let you know. Uh, we like to keep everything on the even keel out here on the Hushmo Black Forum. What we, we advocate is what we do. Advocate for social justice on behalf of Americans of Afghanistan. And not not because we don't love everybody, we love everybody. No doubt. We uh find ourselves uh advocating for that community by extension. We uh are part of that uh, community. So uh Lord knows we need all uh, the voices we can get <coughs> uh, advocating on our behalf in our community. No doubt. We, uh... Hey, y'all. Wow. Yeah. President, y'all, made a trip to Israel. First time as president. They Big news, y'all. He had a couple of powerful speeches over there. I believe he's went over in uh, the West Bank. Well, no doubt where the Palestinians are. He went and met with Mahmoud, uh not a dinner job, but uh, what's the uh, Palestinian president over there in the West Bank? Not the uh, Hamas uh, leader, but the other guy, the one that took over for Arab for uh, Arafat. Uh, had a couple of powerful speeches, y'all. Yeah, y'all pull them, pull them down because some of them are really powerful. you got to dig into it a little bit where you uh, start comparing uh, the plights of uh, the Israelites' uh, uh, journey out of uh, out of Egypt back in the Old Testament. Yeah, he went back to uh, Exodus, y'all. <laughs> hey, the president went back to Exodus in the Old Testament, y'all. Uh, yeah, I'll check it out. Check this speech out. It's kind of heavy. It's kind of heavy. Uh, I uh, picked up on a couple of things. I came to the conclusion uh, uh, <laughs> uh, of what was going over uh, uh, on over there and uh, why uh, it'll never work. Just listen to the president. You know? I, hey, this is Hushmo now. Hushmo, uh, 
Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum here, y'all. You got me, the Hushmo, driving the train tonight. Yeah, I'm the conductor out here. We, <laughs> we're talking about the presidential visit, y'all, uh, over in uh, Israel, the Middle East there. Not the Middle East, I guess, uh, whatever that is. Uh, what is that? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that thing's about to blow up on us over there, y'all. Uh, the president's got to be on it. It's about to blow up. And he's over there. Syria's about to blow up. Uh, it, Iran's about to blow up. The whole area is, uh, is <laughs> at best, uh, uh, in a real fragile uh, state. It's at the very best in a real fragile, dangerous uh, state over there. Yeah. I think the president's uh, trip there is going to bear some fruit. Uh, it's, almost, it, it's got to. <laughs> yeah, things are so uh, crazy over there. Uh, this trip's got to bear some positive fruit. So we just... Uh, Give the president props for going there in the midst of uh, crazy, <laughs> crazy uh, things going on here here in this country. In the midst of some crazy, crazy things going on here in this country, yeah. And the president found time, or yeah, time to uh, to go to Israel. Let you know how important. Uh, that situation is over there. We uh, got uh, a great show for you this evening. Yeah, we, we <laughs> yeah, we, we uh, got a great for, uh, show for you this evening. Just uh, looking at the CPAC. That uh, did we t- uh, touch on CPAC last week? The Republicans uh, Committee for uh, the Conservative, what is this? Conservative, Conservative uh, Political Action Conference. Is that CPAC? Conservative, Conservative Petition Action Committee. CPAC, I, I don't know, it's acronym for something, something to do with conservative. Cons- the conservative <laughs> uh, uh, the Republicans uh, won a conservative mission, uh, mission there. Uh, used to be uh, the uh, religious right uh, Paul Reed, I believe, is uh, somehow associated with that uh, CPAC. It's the conservative winner meeting. I think Rush Limbaugh was the head last speaker here the year before last. And one of those years, he was jumping up and down in a black suit, looking like looking a hot mess. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, that same thing. Who uh, saw fit not to invite uh, Chris uh, Christie, uh, the most popular Republican out there. They, for some reason, invite him even to the meeting. 
it is approved raising like seventy percent, yeah. But they invited uh, Sarah Palin. <laughs> and uh they invited Sarah Palin and uh Glenn Beck. I think Glenn Beck was on the uh, program, wasn't he? Uh? Glenn Beck? I, I think he was on there. Glenn Beck and uh Newt Gingrich. They all they all was there. Uh, Michelle Bachman. Ain't ain't one nothing outside of the fifteen thousand people in that district. Uh, Minnesota, that lady ain't won nothing. Uh, but she was a speak. Uh, Donald Trump made the list. Chris Crispy did not. <laughs> it, it's, it's amazing to sit back and look and see how, uh, just how the Republican Party is imploding here, you know? I, I looked at it and did a little brief synopsis of it uh, entitled A Messy Divorce. A Messy Divorce is what we're witnessing uh, today in the Republican Party. Uh, a very messy divorce. Uh, we're going to get into that uh, coming up in the show tonight, y'all. we got a great show for you. Remember, we uh, into our, I guess, what is this, our fourth week Dealing with our contest out here. We've got a contest. You know that. Our new book, The Twelve Disciples, The Rise and Fall of Jim Crow. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the title of our new work, y'all. Our Twelve Disciples, The Rise and Fall of Jim Crow. We're running a contest out here on the Hushmo Black Forum. The first ten people who can... Uh, Sign in, sign in at hushmoblack.com, our website. we got a, a form down at the bottom where you can uh, touch bases with us. You can, the first 10 who correctly guess our 12 disciples who led us through what I consider the polygatory of uh, a political, polig, uh, political purgatory, which uh, Americans after the set found themselves in. After the Civil War, 1865, on up to 1954, name those 12 disciples who uh, guided our uh, way through that. Uh, and I will give you a copy of my new book, uh, autographed copy, the first 10, get it. Uh, our 12 disciples, as <laughs> portrayed by moi in our new book. Our twelve disciples, the rise and fall of Jim Crow. We we already know. You know four of them after tonight. You know five of them after tonight because we've already covered Frederick Douglass, uh, Sojourner Truth. Tonight we're looking at our third member uh, of those uh, disciples, Harriet Tugman, and we told you our last two shows that the last member of those twelve disciples is. Third good Marshall. Uh, we cut off our uh, disciple story in 1954. So already you know Frederick Douglass, Sojourner Truth, Harriet Tugman, who we're going to be uh, talking about tonight. We we said that we break down, give a short uh, a vita on each one of these uh, disciples over the next 12 weeks. Uh, but uh, we cut the contest off on 
we got one more show, y'all. April, uh, well, March the 30th. Our next show is going to be the last show. Uh, that that will get you through at least five of them, five of the disciples. <laughs> so we we're gonna let you come up and uh, use your own imagination. We're gonna make you think a little bit, and uh, I'm sure uh, there's been thousands of uh, heroes that we could uh, give credit to, and credit is due uh, for uh, uh, paving uh, the way for us. Uh, forward here in this country, no doubt. There's been thousands of people. We narrowed that list down to 12, the 12 who we uh, chose to uh, highlight in our story. But, but yeah, we, we so far we've got quite a, we've got uh, a few uh, a few uh, uh, folks out there who came close, but there's a couple of them that's, that's pretty hard to come about. Who, uh, there's a couple of them out there that's kind of might be off the beaten path of uh, our historical uh, figures. And, and if you're not really uh, into uh, black history, uh, you probably would not. Uh, it'll be a little difficult. It's going to be a little challenge for you to uh, get all 12 of them. But uh, uh, some, some people are close, believe it or not. There are some disagreements about uh, whether or not some of the, <laughs> some of the folks that uh, people are coming up with is worthy to replace the uh, the twelve that I've chosen, well, <laughs> maybe, but uh, so far, uh, and at least in my mind, uh, that hasn't been the case. Hey, y'all, uh, welcome, welcome to the High School Black Forum. Here, it's about thirteen minutes after the hour, y'all. March twenty third here, uh, twenty thirteen. Uh, wow, this year is moving right along, y'all. Still. Got a long ways to go. Got a lot of crazy uh, things going on in the world. Just uh, it's great for oh yeah, talk, uh, yeah, talk, whatever, blog talk. <laughs> it's great for that. We uh, hey, uh, we gotta take a quick pause here, y'all. Got a dial in number, free dial in number on the Hushmo Black Forum. We. Uh, Introduced here a couple of shows back, y'all. Got a free, I repeat, free call-in number, one eight eight five eight eight three eight one four. One eight eight eight. that's three eights, y'all, 588-3814, y'all. That's our new free call-in number. If y'all want to get in and uh, holler at the Hushmo. We don't we don't take many calls out here. We we uh, got something important to say. We don't want to get it off your chest. Call the hushman. Yeah, we, we still just uh, tread water out here for the last two or three shows, talking about Plessy, talking about uh, the overthrow of it, the effect of it. Uh, uh, where it left us today uh, in the country. Over the last two, three weeks, we've been going into uh, to that uh, because of uh, the crazy stuff going on with the budget bells and uh, entitlement programs uh, and uh, Medicaid and the likes uh, that the Republicans want to cut some $700 billion out of. Is uh, that program, believe it or not, a lot of... Uh, A lot of uh, 
a uh, big part of uh, the reason that uh, Americans act in a sense uh, is disproportionately uh, find themselves uh, uh, needing uh, Medicaid uh, to survive in this country is due to and directly due to uh, the effects uh, of Plessy, the effects that Plessy had on uh, our community. Uh, that's, that's a fact. Today, the reason why there is a disproportionate uh, number of Americans of African descent requiring uh, aid through Medicaid can be traced back to the uh, 14th Amendment uh, violations uh, under Plessy uh, that uh, uh, devastated uh, our community economically in the workplace. And uh, the effects of it uh, is staggering uh, uh, today. The effects of uh, just how bad uh, it, uh, it did harm us uh, can uh, readily be seen today in studies like the Brandeis University uh, uh, study that they did in 2009 dealing with uh, the uh, uh, widening gap, uh, uh, economic gap of uh, uh, the various uh, communities within the society today. Uh, so, yeah, we, uh, we talk about that in our new book. Uh, our uh, twelve disciples, the rise and fall of Jim Crow, and uh, make the connection. Make the connection with uh, the devastating effect that uh, Plessy had on our community and uh, the uh, aftermath of it. The effect that it's having on our community today. We uh, pointed out uh, and uh, talked about that. Just a fascinating uh, read. Uh, y'all look out for it. Look, we're trying to get it out uh, sometime between Thanksgiving and Christmas of this year. You know, we still got a ways to go. We're still developing a lot of it. A lot of it is out to our disciples or uh, historical figures uh, here within the, uh, the country. And uh, we just, uh, there's very few things that uh, we could rewrite or invent about them. And we, what we're doing in our work is kind of tying their. Uh, stories together into one a powerful uh, force that uh, that they used to uh, to overthrow Plessy. Uh, and we tell the stories the twelve disciples that we uh, um, highlight, and we tell their stories together uh, in a unique way. We think it's a unique way, but thank you. Uh, will enjoy our take on it, a new uh, take on it, and perhaps yeah, a new paradigm, if you will. <laughs> yeah. So we, uh, we're excited about it. Uh, still read the midst of it. It's going to have a lot of input from the audience here. Uh, yeah, we're getting a lot of input from our peers. Uh, and, uh, 
how to our disciples. A lot of my peers did uh, research and write-ups about the various people I have on uh, uh, these people doing their uh, uh, during their uh, college days. I guess we're all old folks. Uh, during their college days, a lot of them did research on these things. So I get a lot of input from from my peers and uh, great, great uh, input. And uh, I just tie the story together. Yeah, most of the work's been done. Not me, not only who. <laughs> I just uh, kind of tie 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 these twelve people's story together into one uh, into one uh, spirit, pretty much. Yeah. Hey, y'all. Uh, we're gonna take a quick pause for the calls here. Yeah? It's about, what, 20 minutes after? 21 minutes after 7, y'all in ATL here. We done ran right through a break, but we, we're going to take a quick pause right here. We'll be right back. Y'all hang in there. You got me to hush, man. Advocating on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushma Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
We had a slight delay coming out of the break, though. Welcome back, though, to the Hushmo Black Forum, y'all. You got me in the Hushmo here driving the train this evening. It's March 23rd, y'all. Yeah, we are uh, moving right along here. Hey, how y'all doing out in face <clears throat> my Facebook friends out in cyberspace? How y'all doing this evening? Hey, we got a free call-in number out here, 888-588-3814, y'all. Y'all want to call in? Holler at the Hushmo. We we always uh, if you got something to say now, we don't take many calls, especially uh, if you ain't got nothing to say. Hey, hey, now we just saying we 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 don't mind entertaining a thought. Yeah. Hey, hey, y'all! Baseball season right around the corner, y'all. Watch the Atlanta Braves, y'all. We got a we got a heck of a team down here this year. One of the best teams I've seen on paper. And we know we we can't can't go by paper all all the time now, y'all. We we still got to get out down that field and play. But just looking at what we got on paper, hey, we 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 loaded on paper, y'all. The Atlanta Braves for those of y'all who uh, follow baseball. Keep up with uh, check us out this year. Yeah, we we got a team that might average uh, ten plus runs a game. Yeah, we got that kind of team. We might average ten plus runs a game. Now that's a scary thought, y'all. In baseball, just think about it. Ten ten runs a game in baseball. Oh, you got to you got to be kicking if you're gonna pull that off. Oh, you you got to be t- hey y'all coming up after the uh, uh, bottom of the hour at uh, a little after eight o'clock y'all we got our fourth disciple Miss Harriet Tugman we're going to be profiling her this evening uh, in our uh, series of uh, disciples that we're uh, going to be uh, profiling here over the next twelve weeks we're into the fourth uh, uh, week of it uh, Miss Harriet Tugman we're going to be uh, talking about her her story. Uh, after eight o'clock this evening, y'all, y'all hang in there. Hey, hey, you know you got all my shows, all my shows are profile on the Hushmo Black uh, uh, on HushmoBlack dot com. Go to my website HushmoBlack dot com. H U S H M O B L A C K dot com. You can find all of uh, our shows uh, archived there. We got a blog talk radio button right on yours truly's picture. Uh, you can go down through there, just uh, cursor down through. The various shows, if you just play, hit the play button uh, without strolling down, you're going to play the latest show, which will be either this week or last week. And you just stroll down uh, through there, you see what it, it changes. And, uh, I got about eight shows at a time archived out there, so you can download those shows at your leisure. Yeah, yeah it's hard to get somebody to stay out there <laughs> two hours just to listen to uh, the Hushmo. So uh, most of my listeners, they download it and uh, listen to it at their uh, leisure, sometime during the week, five, ten minutes here, you know, just to pick up on uh, uh, whatever it is that uh, pique uh, your interest. Uh, Because, you know, we all over the place uh, out here on the Hushville Blackboard. We we all over, y'all. Oh, yeah, we do cover current events that affect uh, America's African descent. But that's everything. (laughs) 
I ain't nothing to go down in the country that don't affect us uh, one way or the other. So, yeah, we our subject matter is broad. Yeah, our subject matter is broad out here. <laughs> yeah, that's just the way it is. So, yeah, uh, tell a friend about us. We, we're growing. We've been out here since 2008, so we've been out here already, you know, uh, five five years, I mean, yeah, on Blog Talk, Blog Talk Radio, y'all. It's just a great uh, medium. We got out here uh, playing around with it that shortly after we retired in 2007. We started playing around with it <coughs> and uh, found it to be a fascinating uh, medium for uh, just uh, quickly getting your... Uh, Getting your message out and hooking up with other uh, listeners uh, over the internet, uh, uh, and uh, yeah, it's still today a great, great uh, medium for uh, uh, joining the conversation. Uh, and I urge everybody who's got uh, something to say. Uh, it's a inexpensive way to uh, to join in. In the conversation, and like I said, we in our community, we need everybody, uh, everybody to uh, share share in on the, carrying that cross uh, that uh, that we are bearing today, trying to uh, uh, deal with uh, all of the craziness going on in this uh, society. We need everybody to. Uh, Chip in in whatever way we oh we <laughs> we uh, just try to disseminate the information out here on the Hushmore Black Forum. That's what we do. We, we act as a Rosetta Stone, if you will, for disseminating uh, uh, information uh, to our community. Information going up to the top, and information coming down from the top, going to the street. We do. We deal with it both ways. Try to break it down and make sense in a lot of uh, uh, instances. Uh, out of things that just don't make no sense to you. <laughs> but yeah, we try to break those things down. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, there's a uh, a need for everybody <laughs> to get involved. Yeah, there's a need and a place for everybody <laughs> to uh, get involved in the struggle. Oh, yeah, we still got a struggle, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, long. Hey, we still got a struggle uh, here in this country, no doubt. Uh, hell, yeah, we're a much better place than we used to be. We're in a much, much better place than we used to be. Hey, hey but to say that, uh, one can make the argument if... Uh, If you're still, uh, uh, if uh, your uh, position is not one of uh, equality today, uh, one can make the argument that, uh, no, in fact, you're not uh, any better off than uh, you've always been. Because if you're not 100% equal, uh, nothing's changed. One can make that argument. I, You know, I... Hey, 
I, I could uh, I could uh, I could see their argument. I personally contend that uh, yeah, some strides has been made. Uh, but uh, I'm not sure if we can ever uh, make up uh, uh, the difference without uh, without some forms of uh, financial reparations. I, I can't see it. Now, a lot of my peers say, well, maybe that's not the case. I, I urge them to... Uh, Present the alternative, and uh, I will uh, uh, look at their uh, hypothesis or whatever, and, and uh, see if I can work with them on uh, just what it is that they contend we need to do to uh, achieve the equality that, uh, that seem to be so uh, so elusive uh, to us in our community. I, I, I I'm I contend that uh, just looking at my two other disciples, one of, one of the greatest things was that uh, we need everybody, all ideas, uh, uh, no matter how different uh, one is from the other, all of them are important to a uh, to one central goal. Uh, today, that goal is to uh, achieve uh, economic uh, parity. That's the goal that uh, we drive out here uh, on the Hushmore Black Forum. That's the goal that we uh, identify that we need to address, and that uh, and that we uh, are advocating for out here on the Hushmore Black Forum. Remember, uh, uh, I, I contend that everybody, <clears throat> no matter what uh, what. Uh, what direction they uh, think that we should go in order to uh, establish some kind of economic parity. Uh, I'm all for and all with them. If they can present a plan that, uh, that uh, is different than mine, uh, I'll, uh, I'll pitch in and support their plan. Uh, best I can, as long you know, uh, I want uh, some reciprocation, some precipitation on their behalf. Uh, that is uh, to say, uh, if my uh, advocacy for reparation is uh, different to them, I mean, uh, all I want uh, them to do is to. Uh, uh, Take a look at what I'm talking about and support my plan. I'm going to take a look at what you're talking about and support your plan. And we all, whatever our plans are, as long as the objective is to bring about uh, uh, some semblance of economic equality, uh, we need to tie all those multi-different plans uh uh, together, we need to keep all of them going forward uh, to get them uh, achieved uh, in the best way that we can. Uh, not uh, knocking uh, anybody's plan. We need all of them. We need to tie all of them together and move that thing forward as long as all of them uh, uh, have 
the objective of establishing uh, economic parity for Americans of African descent. As long as that's the objective, uh, I'm all in. And there's more uh, uh, different uh, ideas out there on how to accomplish this. I suggest that all ideas are valuable and we need to pursue all of them. Not just one. We can't take a chance on one not failing or one not working. We, <laughs> no, hey, we got we got we got we got to tie them all together, y'all. We got to tie them all together into one concentrated uh, uh, effort in achieving uh, today, 2013, economic parity. That's 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 what we're looking for today in this country. Everything else they say is all equal. This and that. Uh, so now our uh, goal is to achieve economic equality here in 2013. If they say everything else is equal, we've got a black president, we've got this and that and the other, everything is hunkadory, except, <laughs> except our economic wealth is damn near one-tenth uh, that of uh, our white counterparts here in the country. So, uh, so, so you see, we we still got a, uh, a humongous gap uh, in the, the uh, uh, wealth uh, 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 situation here in the country, yeah. and we we got to uh, we got to uh, address it. We got to continue to address it. Uh, con- Continuously address that problem uh, 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 by all means uh, 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 possible, uh, yeah, including reparations. That's because that's what I do. That's that's my advocacy. That's all. That's all. Uh, you know, I'm gonna zero in on that. Remember, everybody uh, aim for reparations, and that's all right. If you don't want no part of it, that's all right. But uh, uh, don't. Uh, Don't uh, 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 get in uh, our, the people that, that want it. Don't leave them alone or help them out. Uh, uh, it's gonna, uh, we can't have any friction uh, within uh, our community about uh, uh, the different approaches that uh, uh, the various uh, segments in our community have and, uh, uh, toward uh, achieving our one objective that that one objective has to be uh, economic equality. I, I don't think we can get an argument from anybody in the community who uh, would uh, suggest that we don't or shouldn't have uh, economic equality. Now, once we establish uh, <laughs> uh, once we establish uh, that, uh, once we can agree on that. Uh, principle, uh, we should be able to uh, move forward. Once we can, once we agree that that is uh, an objective that uh, all of uh, our different factions in our community have, uh, I believe all of those different factions uh, can agree on one central goal uh, that one central goal being uh, economic equality. I think we can all agree 
that that is a desirable uh, goal that we should all be striving for uh, in our community today. Uh, so from that from that premise, we move forward with our uh, with our uh, advocacy uh, in that on that behalf, and we contend that uh, it 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 is in fact a reparation based on uh, the Brown decision in 1954. We contend that yeah that that Brown decision did allow for. Uh, Thurgood Marshall and his group to petition uh, that uh, uh, court for financial reparation back then. The 14th Amendment violations uh, in the workplace. Oh, yeah, that thing overturned all kinds of stuff uh, back then, Brown did. And, and we contend that, uh, yeah, it was by uh, a threat of uh, racial terrorism. Uh, uh, it was, uh only reason that uh, that uh, prevented uh, Thurgood Marshall from petitioning in uh, that court back then. Uh, we contend today that uh, this government should not have uh, uh, acquiesced to uh, what it amounts to uh, a terroristic uh, 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 pressure. Uh, not a lot different than uh, the government today acquiescing to some uh, Islamic terrorist uh, threat uh, on the people of this country. It's no different than that, yeah. <laughs> it's no different than that. So, yeah, we, we base our argument uh, on the fact that uh, Plassey, uh did, in fact, take away our Fourteenth Amendment rights uh, 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 on a federal level, starting in eighteen ninety six, uh, solidifying uh, what already was uh, those Fourteenth Amendment rights violations uh, in the southern states here. Uh, leading up to uh, 1896, uh, uh, they had been in place by that time, uh, in, at least in the state of Georgia, for 30-some years, since 1865. Uh, they started uh, 1872 with the <laughs> 1872 School Act of uh, 1862 in Georgia, where they established the separate, equal, and practicable uh, laws that uh, really... Uh, just like we all, all, all 14 member rights, period, uh, for Americans accurate and here in Georgia with the uh, separate equal when practicable uh, rules uh, went into effect in 1872 in that uh, school act of uh, 1872 here in Georgia, y'all. Which, which brings me to uh, today. Oh, yeah, we got the government state of Georgia government back into the local school district's uh, business again. Governor uh, Deal just uh, fired six elected school officials out in the Cab County. 
you're in Georgia. I, I don't. I don't know. I, I think it's uh, it's dangerous. Huh? The governor of this state should not have the right to remove indiscriminately and in a wholesale fashion uh, a whole school board, local school board, which had been duly elected by uh, the people. A whole school board which had been legally elected by uh, the citizens of this state, of that county. And here's the governor. <laughs> hey, that's a dangerous precedent, you know, if, uh, for the people of Georgia to allow it to happen. Not just uh, American Rackman said. Although this particular ruling did affect mostly American Rackman, the city of Georgia, which uh, 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 shines a more onerous uh, uh, light on the thing. Because it did affect mostly uh, Americans of Akron descent there, which is what the Cab County is made up of. And uh, but yeah, that's a dangerous precedent of the entire state. Uh, oh yeah, the governor uh, could uh, easily do the same thing in uh, uh, on all White County with this president that uh, was set here. <laughs> yeah. I'm always living uh, in the state government, the local state governments. Uh, 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 that's why uh, 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 I'm so leery of states' rights, states' rights uh, through the history of this country has been uh, uh, has been. Uh, A crazy place to be for Americans of African descent. On the states' rights, I remember, we suffered under uh, the Jim Crow, separate equal laws. We suffered under slavery during the height of states' rights. So it's no wonder why I would be leery about the federal government giving more rights to the states. Uh, yeah. It's no coincidence that uh, me, an American African descent, is leery of uh, uh, a weaker federal government. I'm leery of that. Hey, hey, no doubt, Plessy, a federal uh, law, devastated us. Yet still, still, even Plessy, uh, even Plessy was derived from uh, the power of states' rights, the separate equal laws of states' rights at the time is what Plessy uh, was upholding. Yeah, yeah states' rights uh, was powerful, and they enslaved us. They kept us in polit- political purgatory after uh, emancipation. Uh, so no, I, I uh, we. Uh, demand uh, a strong federal central government to uh, keep at bay uh, the uh, uh, suppressive uh, tendencies of uh, the states. 
Yeah, we 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 our history. It, it ain't you know it ain't just uh, uh what I you know some cockamamie uh, imagination of mine. <laughs> it's not that. It's, it's it's our history, the documented history on uh, into uh, what happened <laughs> uh, under states' rights. Yeah, it ain't no. Yeah, you're all right if you <laughs> a part of a certain group of people. Uh, state rights was great <laughs> for them, for those in power. State rights was great. <laughs> hey, I don't no doubt about that. I'm talking about me though, me, little old me here, born in, uh, here in Georgia in 1945, uh, without any uh, 14th Amendment rights. Uh, I, no doubt, my perspective is going to be uh, different. <laughs> it's got to be different, y'all. Yeah. Hey. It's got to be different. Yeah. Yeah. So when I talk about uh, states' rights and you reel about uh, your states' rights, uh, chances are we're talking about the same states' rights with a completely different uh, perspective. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So now... uh, The separate equal uh, 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 shenanigans that uh, was uh, in vogue under the guise of states' rights. Uh, we can't allow uh, the states to have that much uh, that uh, control over uh, the citizens of this country. I remember we uh, a civil war was fought uh, because of the. Uh, the uh, excesses, the excesses of uh, states' rights to uh, enslave our people. A bloody, a bloody civil war was fought. Some six hundred thousand people was killed because of the excesses of uh, states' rights when they chose to uh, enslave and designate uh, humans as property. (laughs) They enslaved and uh, decided to designate human beings as property. Yeah. That that, that thing got way out of control, y'all. Don't know states have no right (laughs) to uh, classify humans as property? No, that was a, a moral uh, wrong. <laughs> That's what it was. And the man upstairs uh, uh, did away with it. But that was all done on the state's rights, yeah. That was all done on the state's rights. we got to be careful. We have to be careful today to make sure that uh, when you hear when you hear the uh, direct wing out there talking about uh, give the power back to the states. <laughs> what power are you talking about? You want uh, the states to have the power to. Uh, uh, 
enact uh, separate equal laws again, or what? What is it that you want the states to have the power to do? What, just what is it that you want the states to have the power to do? <laughs> Control the voting rights of its citizens, say? Or what? To be able to enact uh, Jim Crow laws against the citizens or what? What, what, what? what kind of rights do you want them to have? Surely the history of the country suggests that they, they had those rights at one time. They had all kinds of uh, uh, unlimited power, almost unlimited power to uh, to uh, devise laws uh, for uh, its uh, citizens in its, uh, in its uh, particular state. And uh, it led us to... Uh, Perhaps the most violent, deadliest, bloodiest uh, civil war the world's ever known. Up to that point. The most bloodiest, violent civil war the world's ever known. And still until this day. The bloodiest, violentness civil war the world has ever recorded still today is hey do y'all know all under states' rights, yeah. That was all under states' rights. They had, thought they did have a right to to see from the union. They had states' rights so uh uh powerful that they thought that those states' rights allowed them to secede from the Union. <coughs> of course, Lincoln. Lincoln thought uh, otherwise. Lincoln and the Republicans back then, by the way, y'all, thought otherwise. Lincoln said, no, you don't have the right to secede. Not that way. You can't just walk away. You got to Bring this thing before Congress. You need a, you know, two thirds of Congress to approve your secession, and then we gotta go out. And I guess that's the states about it. So you need some kind of constitutional amendment here before you can just walk up and secede from the union. Yeah, you can, your state rights don't give you uh, that uh, luxury to just secede on your own. In fact, what you're doing is close to treason. The South. This is Lincoln talking to the South back then. Yeah. What you doing is damn near a treason. <laughs> Either my secession, I, that ain't gonna ever happen under my watch. That can't happen under my watch. Now we <laughs> we we can uh, fuss and fight about it if you want and. Uh, but me, as a man in chief of this army, is going to use that power to make sure that uh, uh, 
no state no secede from this union without a proper uh, due course in. Well, they ain't there to the other, y'all. Civil War came along. 600,000 people dead. <laughs> Leaving Lincoln, Jefferson Davis, Robert E. Lee in a state of shock, trying to come to grips with exactly what had happened some five years after that thing started, yeah. <laughs> I think drug on for almost five years, yeah. Nobody knew why. They was an amazing, uh, they was in, uh, just shocked at how so bloody a war that thing evolved into, yeah. <laughs> how bloody a mess, the carnage of life that, uh, of blood that uh, was spilled uh, in that war is still today uh, one of the worst uh, in the history of the world. The whole war. <laughs> y'all don't know that civil war? <sighs> hey, y'all. Robert and Hushmo Black Forum. We're going to take another quick pause for the calls here. Come back after the hour, y'all. Take a look at our fourth, our third disciple out here uh, this evening, Miss Harriet Tugman. We're going to get to Miss Harriet Tugman right after the break, y'all. Y'all hang in there. We'll be right back. Advocating on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmore Black Forum. Tell your friends about us, Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m., right here in cyberspace.
Welcome back to the Hessel Black Forum. Hey, it's about, uh, what is it here? Seven minutes after eight, yeah, in ATL, March 23rd. Coming up on our third disciple here, y'all, that we're, we're talking about in our new, uh, our new, uh, writing uh, project, Out Where Disciples, The Rise and Fall of Jim Crow is the title of it. It's a novel. Uh, creative uh, nonfiction, yeah. We we, we just uh, put a, a slant on it. These are all twelve or uh, uh, giants in our uh, community that has uh, that uh, has been uh, out front for us uh, throughout our history here in the country, at least uh, dating back to. Uh, 1818. We, we that's the year. Uh, well, at this rate, uh, 18 uh, or 1797, when uh, the first of our uh, one of our uh, the earliest of our uh, twelve disciples was born. I mean, we uh, we enter the third one of them tonight because we're having a contest. If anyone can guess all twelve of the disciples, we're uh, going to give you an autographed book of our uh, new book, Our Twelve Disciples: The Rise and Fall of Jim Crow, which we should have ready. At Thanksgiving, sometime between Thanksgiving and Christmas of this year, uh, we're going to be outlining and highlighting uh, the work of these 12 disciples over the next 12 weeks. And we into the third one tonight, uh, one Miss Harriet Tugman. Remember, the first two we've done already was Frederick Douglass uh, and uh, Sojourner Truth. Tonight we are doing our third disciple, uh, Harriet uh, Tugman. Uh, I'm going to tell you a little about Miss uh, uh, Harriet Tugman tonight. Kind of highlight her uh, important work on our behalf. Uh, uh, and this is all her, her story. Google Harriet Tugman if you want to uh, go on and, and uh, research her uh, history yourself. You can. It's all out on the internet. You just Google Harriet Tugman and uh, it'll bring it up. We uh. Uh, it says she's perhaps uh, uh, the most well-known of all the underground railroad conductors. Uh, during a two-year span, she made some 19 trips into the South and escorted over 300 slaves to freedom uh, during her heyday. Uh, that's uh, leading up to the Civil War. And, uh, and she uh, uh, lived during, and remember, these first three disciples, Frederick Douglass, Sojourner Truth, and Harriet Tugman, all these folks that lived and played a tremendous part in our uh, uh, freedom, uh, they uh, was instrumental in bringing us out of slavery. But they also lived through that or into that uh, Jim Crow era after slavery. So these first three, remember, these first three, Frederick Douglass, Soldier on the Truth, and Harriet Tugman, lived prior to the Civil War and was instrumental in uh, bringing about <laughs> the downfall of slavery. Our first three disciples was instrumental in bringing about the downfall of slavery. So they, they, they uh, 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 of dual importance in our story. Because remember, we're talking about the rise and fall of Jim Crow. 
uh, the separate equal laws that existed was put in place after the Civil War primarily. And the, the people who uh, uh, led us through that was just so happened. These first three disciples was in on that, plus they uh, played a tremendous part in, uh, uh, on our behalf and uh, bringing about uh, the downfall of uh, uh, slavery here in this country, y'all. Miss uh, Soldier, uh, Miss Harriet uh, Tugman was one of the uh, underground uh, railroad conductors uh, that uh, uh, was instrumental in the smuggling uh, slaves out of the South uh, through that underground railroad hookup uh, that uh, was set up back then. That there was a smell and free, and uh, I guess thousands of slaves uh, all total uh, over uh, 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 a number of years leading up to that Civil War, y'all. She was born a slave in Maryland, uh, Dorchester County, around 1820, uh, and uh, began work as a, a house servant. I mean, yeah, when she was five or six, she uh, quickly migrating <laughs> to the uh, fields at about 12 there. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, wound up marrying a free uh, a free slave, uh, uh, but uh, uh, couldn't could never could uh, 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 win her own freedom. She married a free, uh, uh, and wound up being hit, uh, trying to block a, a door because somebody, another field hand, as a, at a young age, uh, uh, angry overseer, uh, he picked up a, 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 a pound and a, a two pound weight and threw it at another field hand. So uh, Harriet Tuckman jumped in the way, and uh, the thing hit her right in the head. She was no more. Uh, she uh, for, uh, ever uh, suffered from uh, uh, spells in which. Uh, She'd fall asleep, I guess, fall into a coma by, uh, back then. Kind of gave her during, uh, uh a coma. And uh, she endured that for the rest of her life. She had problems with it. Uh, uh, yeah. She was born, by the way, Araminta Rawls. Uh, Rawls. Uh, I mean, she later changed her uh, first name to uh, Harriet after her mother. Uh, uh, and... and after uh, marrying uh, uh, this free guy, she wound up getting up. Uh, well, uh, she married John Tugman there, uh, a free man, in, in the 1840, around 1844. And uh, 1849, they got word that they was getting ready to sell all the folks off on that plantation, including her. Uh, 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 so she ran away. She ran away, got to the north, and got hooked up with the abolitionists up there. And uh, 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 made it her life go to come back to the South and uh, help uh, the other slaves who uh, were still there. She made some 19 such trips back into the uh, South, uh, helped free in some 300 slaves over uh, a, a course of years there, y'all. So this lady is fantastic in her uh, uh, her uh, her effort on our behalf. Uh, she uh, uh, is known and why and uh in wide circles as our uh, Black Moses. She's known as our Black Moses now. And my disciples, I had to, uh, had to, uh, Frederick Douglass pictured as uh, our Black Moses. But I once I got to reading Harriet's uh, story, I'm all for uh, leaving her uh, at uh, uh, as that uh, uh, particular uh, character. 
our black Moses, huh? That's how important she was, how uh, how uh, much she did on our behalf, uh, that she uh, 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 that she would uh, uh, command such a uh, 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 a reference or, so, or uh, such a comparison. Uh, uh, yeah, after returning to the South over and over again, uh, 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 bringing uh, free slaves out of there, she, uh, by 19, uh, 1856, she had uh, something like a 40000 uh she had something like a $40,000 uh, uh, price tag on her head. Now imagine this, 1856. They she had a $40,000 bounty <laughs> reward on her on head. $40,000 was a lot of money back then, y'all. That's how dangerous and afraid that uh uh Miss Harriet Tugman was by 1856. Yeah. And one thing about uh, these first three, now all these first three uh, uh, disciples, they all lived at the same time. They all knew each other. <laughs> they all eventually passed crossed. Yeah, they they passed all crossed, y'all. That's, that's what uh, make the story so unique. These people passed crossed. Uh, they had one common spiritual goal, uh, uh, y'all. That was to free uh, the African slaves. Yeah. To free the African slaves, yeah. Yeah. So, 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 uh, Miss Harriet Tuckman, we, uh, we, uh, and one of the things, uh, <clears throat> about the connection of these 12 disciples, a lot of it came about through uh, one of our uh, churches, the African Methodist Episcopal uh, uh, Church. Yeah, I, you know, I'm learning more and more about it. That they came about through, a lot of these folks shared a common thread derived through that AME uh, uh, church, yeah. Yeah, Frederick Douglass became a minister in uh, the AME. Yeah. So did Mordecai John. Oh, hold up, y'all. Yeah. Hold up, you're getting too far yourself. But yeah, a lot of these uh, 12 disciples were uh, Methodists uh, by the church uh, affiliation, y'all. Yeah. So there was a common thread there, a powerful thread. Uh, yeah. During the Civil War, Tugman worked uh, for the Union as a cook, a nurse, and even a spy. After the war, she settled in Auburn, New York, where she would spend the rest of her life uh, uh, she died in 1913. This lady lived a long, uh, 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 quality life, y'all. Harriet Tugman, our uh, <coughs> third disciple, just a fascinating uh, <coughs> uh, guiding light for us. 
uh, in our community. <coughs> She's definitely high on our uh, list of uh, <coughs> of, of heroes. Uh, yeah, high on the list of our heroes, uh, Miss Harriet Tuckman, our third uh, disciple uh, on our list of 12. Y'all know uh, uh, four because we stopped the thing with uh, Thurgood Marshall, so we're running this test. Anyone who uh, anyone who want to uh, participate, go to hushmoblack.com. Who want to guess the twelve disciples as we uh, outlined in our new story? Our twelve disciples, the raw rise and fall of Jim Crow. Go there. There's a contest contact list down at the bottom of the page. You can write it uh, and submit it. Your twelve. Just put your name and email address. We'll get it. Get back to you. You got until March 30th. One more show next week. Our, our final show in March. We're going to run the contest through then. So you got to hold on a week, y'all, to come up with the 12. You know three. You know four of them already next week. Uh, we're going to tell you who we, where we're at. We're down to Mr. Booker T. Washington. Things kind of changed. we got Mr. Booker T. Washington up next. On our 12, so now you know four, you know five, because you know the last one, the third group, Marshall. You know Mr. Booker T. Washington coming up next show, next uh, uh, next week. Uh, we're going to be uh, uh, profiling him. So uh, that should give you a, should give you a heads up on uh, on uh, guessing the other seven, I mean. A couple of them will give you uh, uh, a few problems, but yeah. We're going to. Uh, it's about 21 minutes after 8, y'all. We're going to take another quick break there and uh, get on with the show this evening there. That's just a little uh, bleep on this Harriet Tugman. We, uh, we're we going to tie her story into uh, the other 11 disciples there, y'all. I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised when you. Uh, uh, when we uh, tie it all together and uh, bring this thing to you. Uh, our 12 disciples, the rise and fall of Jim Crow. Yeah, we, uh, we're going to take another quick pause here, y'all. We'll be right back after the break. Y'all hang in there. You got me to hell, Schmo. Advocating on your behalf. You're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
keep up with Serena on another one of the monitors here. She's down in the Sony Erickson Open. Sony Erickson Open down in Miami, y'all. Uh, she's taking a beating right now. She's taking a beating right now, but uh, it's early. Yeah, Serena, it's early. This girl got a 3 nothing in the first set. Serena a little rusty. She missed the last tournament here. She's got to work her way into it. Once she get rolling, I think she'll... Uh, uh, eventually overpower this girl she's playing here. But right now, it's uh, not looking that bad, not looking that good for her. But, uh, yeah, I think she's going she's gonna, she's gonna to find the range here pretty soon, y'all. Once she finds the range, <laughs> uh, she can be hard to stop. Best player, best female player I've seen in the game. And that's Serena Williams. In action this evening, yeah. Hey, what else going on? We uh we moving right along here. Oh yeah, the president should be headed back, y'all. Yeah. Headed back to this mess of a uh, log jam that we have down in uh, the Congress there, dealing with the uh, sequester and all that stuff. But I I I'd give him a. Uh, a uh, a great uh, a great for uh, his trip over to uh, Middle East. There, I give him my A. Yeah. Uh, we uh. Yeah. We had some. What, what, what else we got? Let's get back. What else we had here on this? Let's look and see what we got here. We had we had a couple more things we want to hit on this evening here. Uh, what else we got down here? Oh, that Bernie Sanders. We talked about Bernie Sanders. What's this uh, three? What we got here, y'all? We, we got to keep up with where we at here. We want to keep this thing. Three twenty-three CPAC. Yeah, we talked about CPAC and that. Uh, what, what's going on there, y'all? In CPAC? Oh, yeah, looking at the Republicans and their uh, implosion. A messy divorce. Wrote a little uh, take on that. Seems as though what we uh, witnesses here today in the Republican Party is the divorce of, of the Heronbrock uh, Dixocrats from the Reagan moderates from <laughs> the Abraham Lincoln uh, Republicans. That's what's going on. we got three different factions there in the Republican Party today. They all came together thinking that they could somehow coexist after uh, the Dixocrats in the South went running away from uh, the Northern Democrats after Kennedy took over and started enforcing uh, what amounted to uh, the laws that uh, uh, Brown put in place there in 1954. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. the Southern, uh, Southern uh, Dixocrats went scurrying uh, from that uh, Democratic Party uh, in, eight, in 1968 uh, when they all deserted uh, Hubert Humphrey and voted for Richard Nixon uh, for the first time in some hundred years. Uh, they put a, uh, <laughs> voted for a, uh, a Republican president here in the South, the white Democrats here in the South. Yeah, first time. It, it's amazing. It, it, it's nothing short of an amazing uh, uh 
it's amazing uh, how uh, that whole thing turned around. Yeah, that strained marriage was a possible in large uh, uh, was possible as large as due to the white Democrats in the South deserting the Democratic Party in 1968, still railing against the overthrow of uh, Plessy there in 1954, and the Democratic uh, administrations of John F. Kennedy and Lyndon Johnson, uh, initial enforcement of uh, the civil uh, rights part of uh, that law. Yeah. At the same time, now the uh, uh, two uh, opposing forces that came together at the same time there the uh, the, the uh, peed off Southern whites uh, reeling against uh, the uh, new changes in the South dealing with integration. And the northern whites are railing against the Vietnam War there at the same time. Both of them pissed off at uh, the, the Democratic uh, administrations uh, in charge there. Uh, and they uh, uh, formed this strange uh, marriage <laughs> and elected their, uh, 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 Richard Nixon and joined together uh, uh, into uh, uh, that uh, Republican Party that... Uh, we have here today. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that thing lasted. I mean, it's been imploding ever since, though, y'all, because the ideology is just so different between uh, the Southern Dixiecrats, the Reagan moderates, uh, and the true Republicans of Lincoln. Those three different uh, groups have different uh, uh, ideologies, huh? <laughs> Oh, yeah, completely different ideologies, which uh, uh, cannot uh, coexist. Uh, uh, and they, uh, they're finding that out. They're finding that out now. And uh, what we have here is uh, the, uh, this message of force that's being played out in public uh, today. That's been played on the public today. Yeah. So we, we we don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We we don't know where it's going to lead to. But we know one thing: that Republican Party ain't going to ever be the same again. <laughs> uh. Uh-uh. That Republican Party ain't gonna ever be the same again. Uh, starting with that next election in they, uh, 2014, y'all. That thing cannot once, <laughs> just like old Humpty Dumpty sitting on the wall, y'all. Once you break that thing, it's awful hard to put it back together again. And uh, no, there's no way to put it back together because you got all these different factions there. You got John McCain, you got uh, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 uh Paul Ryan, you got Rand Paul, you got Chris Crispy, you got Rubio uh, uh, down in Florida. You got all these different uh, factions there uh, within that party, y'all. And uh, they uh, cannot uh, coexist. That's the way for them to. And that's, that's what's going on now. Oh, it's messy. 
It's, it's going to get messier. That thing's going to get messier because already the CPAC group, <laughs> for some reason, failed to invite the most re- uh, popular <laughs> Republican <laughs> out there. Uh, Chris Crispin, the governor of New Jersey, they failed to invite him to speak uh, in lieu of this wacko Sarah Palin and, and this other wacko uh, Donald Trump. Can you imagine? Can you imagine uh, somebody t- pretending to be a serious player? Someone pretending to be a serious player overlooking Chris Crispy in favor of Donald Trump. Now, this is this is It's almost crazy, yeah. It's almost crazy. In lieu of Donald Trump, they stepped over Chris Christie for some kind of, I don't know, it was an idea. Y'all, the man's a Republican. I, I don't know what the beef is. Me, I don't. Hey, as I let you know, that brought to the forefront the. The uh, divide within that party that brought to the forefront the divide within that party, uh, just that one uh, glaring omission, uh, let you know how divided and how crazy things are in the Republican Party today. Uh, don't hit that; just to rack it up. See? Yeah, that lets you know how crazy things are. In the Republican Party today, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey. Hey, I don't. You know, I, I uh, for one, uh, I ain't got a problem with it. Yeah, I'm on the other side. I'm on the other side of the fence and looking at it. Yeah, I don't. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. So, but yeah, yeah. Look like looking back at the tennis match. I just turned back to uh, the monitor there. Look like Serena's ain't got her uh, range and gear there. Look like she's ready to uh, walk this girl down here. Yeah, because when Serena gets, I told you when she gets started, yeah. <laughs> She's hard to contain. She's hard to contain when she gets started. And, uh, yeah, she's on one of these rolls now where this girl got up 3 nothing. She don't want her last two. She don't want her last three. She done tied this thing up. Yeah, so... We expecting big things from Serena the rest of the way this evening, y'all. Hey, we just uh, we getting a little uh, sports in here, y'all. <laughs> How y'all doing out in the cyberspace? Y'all doing all right? The Facebook friends, what's up?
Yeah, everything's uh everything's everything here, y'all. In the ATL. We got the final four. I, I don't know. This is the first time, y'all, that final four thing jumped off and the hushbo did not fill out a bracket. Now this is the first time I ever fill out a bracket and then I don't know how many years, y'all. We just completely lost our uh way. We have completely lost our way uh, when it comes to following uh, college basketball. We, we This is one of the first times we don't have a clue who's going to win that thing. Don't even know who's in the tournament. Uh, you know, the big names, Duke, North Carolina, Indiana, we, you know, we, Ohio State. We, we kind of expect those uh, folks are there. They are still there. So we uh Yeah, we uh see right now uh well, one more week into baseball, we know that we're gonna be all over the Braves this year. Falcons look like they trying to improve. We just signed Steven Jackson the running back. Yeah, so that's gonna be an exciting uh time for the Falcons here this year. We got a big running back who can get us two or three yards when necessary. Yeah. Wow. This girl, I want to. She don't know. She don't mess around here and let Serena get a little mo, as they call the all important mo. Serena get a little mo. <laughs> she uh, it's hard to deal with. She get that, that all important mo swing to her side. It could be a long night for Miss, uh, what's her opponent name? Yeah. Yeah. That's what it looks like doesn't happen now, Serena. Looks like she want to take control of this thing and uh, put this girl out of her misery. She want to put this girl out of her misery. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Hushville Black Forum here, y'all. It's about 20 minutes till. 18 minutes till the hour nine, y'all. We just about got this thing knocked out for uh, this March 23rd, 2013, y'all. We just about got this evening uh, put away. Uh We 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 told we uh well let's listening at the president over there uh in uh Israel and over there talking to the Palestinians and making this great speech comparing or inferring that uh the journey of America's background and said here in this country is not too different than uh the uh journey of the uh Israelites coming out of Egypt. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, I I can see a parallel myself. A lot of a lot of my peers. They they what I was talking about when I brought it up to them. They can't see 
any parallel at all. <laughs> I, I, it's pretty obvious to me that there is a parallel. And uh, when the president was talking to him, he made that reference. Uh, and uh, I... Uh, kind of realized since that uh, uh, I uh, believe I know what the problem is over there. Uh, or, uh came to me as the president was speaking is that uh, those folks have been trying for this elusive two-state <coughs> uh, solution to uh, the Palestinian and the Israeli problem over there for ever since uh, the state of Israel was created back in 1948, uh, so-called state. But anyway, irresistibly, and they've been haggling about uh, how to come up with this two-state solution. Uh, and I just realized it can't be done. You cannot have a two-state uh, solution over in that area if you're talking about somehow closing off Jerusalem, <laughs> the city of Jerusalem, to uh, one of the other uh parties of all that, either the Palestinians or the Jews, the Islam or the Jews, Jerusalem, that city has to be open, freely open and accessible to all descendants of Abraham. That's according to the gospel, yeah, the Christian gospel. They People claim to be Christians. That's according to the uh, Christian uh, 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 dogma. <laughs> yeah. Go back and check it out. That's according to uh, Christian dogma. That city of Jerusalem has to be open to all descendants of Abraham. Period. That includes Islam, Judaism, and Christianity. <laughs> yeah. That city's got to be open, y'all, and free uh, for all those religions to uh, uh, coexist there. Uh, <laughs> y'all don't know. That is a problem. They've been trying to set up this two separate state thing here, this and that. That can't be. It can't be no separate state of this for all this. Uh, first of all, I can't find a state of uh, Israel nowhere. I can find a, a people uh, uh, of Israel, the 12 tribes of uh, Jacob, uh, per se. Those was uh, the uh, uh, the uh People of Israel, they sell all around uh, Jerusalem. Uh, never uh, that I can find were there a state of Israel. Nowhere that I can find in my studies was, uh, that I came across a state of Israel. Now, when David, uh, so says the book, uh, took over uh, Jerusalem back then, uh, Jerusalem was the capital of Judah and uh, eventually became the capital of uh, the, is the people of Israel, the people that uh, uh, David brought along with him. Those 12 tribes of, uh, 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 of Jacob and Abraham, those folks, those Israelites. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, just li looking at the uh, scripture uh, from my perspective, uh, what I see is that Jerusalem was a capital of Judah and merged into by uh, uh, 
the authority of a star with King David merged into the capital of the Israel uh, elites, the people. There was no state. They never did go and name a state uh, uh, Israel. Never. Nowhere in the Old Testament was that I could see a state. Uh, yeah, those people, the people uh, of Israel, not not a state. Uh, never did happen, y'all. Never did happen. It can't happen today. I say it can't happen. Uh, it can't happen today. The best that can happen today over there, in my mind, if they want to solve that thing, is designate Jerusalem the capital of the state of Judah again, which may include uh, some country that they created called Israel in 1948 and another country uh, that they uh, come up with called Palestine. They can do that, but the city of Jerusalem has to remain freely open and a separate entity within itself. Uh, Yeah, it has to be a separate independent entity. That's what Jerusalem has to remain. It's not a, a a capital of no Israel. It was the capital of Judah. Uh, uh, it's what Israel, uh, Jerusalem was uh, back in the day. The capital of Judah. Judah included uh, a lot of the territories around what is today Israel. I mean, yeah. So, yeah, that's the problem. They're trying to uh, 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 set up some kind of two-state society over there. Yeah. It can't be done. It can't be done because they uh, uh, want to somehow make Jerusalem the capital of one or the other of those uh, <laughs> two uh, hypothetical uh, countries. There, yeah. It can't be done. That That city which uh, the book goes on to say that when David arrived there, uh, it was the heart of Zion. The Jebusites was already there, and according to uh, what I get out of the uh, scripture, so was uh, the Zionists. It was already in place when the Israelites arrived there, when King David arrived, uh, for sure. So... (laughs) Whoa, I don't know. What do you? I don't know. Y'all, y'all go check it out. When King David arrived in uh, Jerusalem, it described uh, Jerusalem as a place where the Jebusites uh, inhabited at that time, and was the heart of Zion. Jerusalem was when David arrived. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's a whole other monkey wrench into uh, how does Judaism uh, uh, today uh, uh, is connected to Zionism? Is that a is that even a fair a connection there? Is it a connection? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> we y'all better look at it. Yeah, y'all, y'all better go in and uh, uh, investigate it because I'm not so sure it is. Uh, whether uh, if there is a connection between Judaism of today and Zionism, or Zionist, is there a connection between that and Judaism? I don't know. Y'all check it out and let me know. Check it out and let me know. 
I, I've got to look at it. I've got to look at it a little deeper because I'm perplexed right now myself, to be honest. I'm, I'm somewhat perplexed into uh, uh, distinguishing exactly how Judaism and Zionists are connected. Uh, <laughs> something is... Uh, something is... Uh, Quite fascinating about that uh, story. Yeah. I know for a fact, though, that the city of uh, Jerusalem has to remain open and free to all descendants of Abraham. That's what I say. That's what I believe. <coughs> has to remain open and free with free access to all descendants of Abraham, all religious uh, descendants of Abraham. And until, if you look at the history of Jerusalem, those three descendants still did live there <laughs> as late as 1099, yeah. They were living in Jerusalem in peace. The Christians, the Jews, and the Islamics was all living there in peace up until 1099. Y'all know what happened that year? <laughs> That was a year of the Crusades, the first Crusades, where the Christians uh, uh, in Europe decided to go back to the Holy Land to rout <laughs> Jerusalem of uh, the Islamic influence. Now, they ain't been there. Before the first Crusades uh, took place in 1099, the Europeans had not been back to the Holy Land for over 600 years. Years, <laughs> some six. Wait a minute. Some six hundred years had passed since the newly formed, since the Christians of Europe decided to go back to the Holy Land to uh, clean up Jerusalem. In Jerusalem, it's never been the same since, y'all. It hasn't been the same since. That hasn't been an open, free uh, city since the, since the Crusades went there, the first Crusade, 1099. Y'all check it out. That city hasn't been the same since uh, the Christians, a uh, Crusades uh, from Europe went there in 1099 and destroyed, uh, burnt that city down, uh, killed uh, damn near half of the Islamic inhabitants uh, in that city. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey. <sighs> That's just history, yeah. It's just history. There ain't nothing I made up. I'm just talking about what happened here. It's all uh, readily available for you, uh, for your edification. If you doubt what I say, I ain't. <laughs> hey, I'm just uh, 
I can find it. Uh, certainly you can. Go on the internet. It's there. Yeah, it's nothing that, uh, it's nothing that I made up. I can't make, hey, I can't make one strand of hair, y'all, white or black. I, no, not me. Who? You like me? I ain't got no power like this. I just uh, recite history. Pretty much what I do. I look at uh, history. And, and, you know, we, you know, just, uh, interpret, uh, what's going on, uh, in our history. Yeah, that's all. It ain't no big secret. Jerusalem, the makeup of that city, has not been the same since the First Crusade, show. In 1099, that's what I say. That's what the that's what history says. Yeah, that's what history says. Yeah. So so yeah, we uh, we think that's part of the problem now. We, we think people are trying to establish a two state uh, solution where. Uh, one of the states is proclaiming uh, Jerusalem as its own. It is. It can't happen. It can never happen. It can never <laughs> be uh, that way. Uh, Jerusalem has to remain free to all of the descendants of Abraham. Period. Has to be able to exist there. They have to. There's no other way for that uh, problem to resolve itself. Until that come about, uh, you ain't gonna ever have no kind of uh, peace over there in that that area. I can, I, I believe that. You ain't gonna ever have no peace over there in that area until they come to the grips with that uh, simple truth. Jerusalem has to be free and open to all of the descendants of Abraham, the three religions, Christianity, Judaism, and Islam, has to have access to that city, period. Now, like I said, it's kind of city-state of Jerusalem, being the capital of all these other different uh, providences, these states, these providences, you might want to do that, but the Jerusalem itself, <laughs> that guy's got to uh, got to remain open, y'all. In, independent uh, uh, place of worship for those three religions, y'all. Once they can uh, achieve that. Uh, once they can come up with a method to achieve that, uh, that I believe they can uh, resolve the problem. The problem will, will resolve itself once they uh, determine that Jerusalem is a city <laughs> which all of the descendants of Abraham has equal access to and rights to uh that whole thing is going to vanish over there, y'all. That whole 
thing or whatever is going to uh, solve itself once they solve that one uh, issue. Once they solve that one issue, everything else will take care of itself. Yeah. Hey, we're going to be talking more about it. Next week, y'all, we got our, fifth, our fourth uh, disciple, one Mr. Booker T. Washington. We're going to be doing our fourth disciple next week. Hey, y'all, that's just about going to do it for us out here on the Hushmore Back Forum. It's been my fun, pleasure, and pleasure to be with you all out here tonight. Uh, until next week, we're going to bring this thing to a, a uh, close, y'all. We'll uh, be back uh, to uh, chat with you next week. Until then, ciao, y'all. The Hushmo Black Forum, advocated on your behalf by covering news and events affecting the African-American community. Check us out at the Hushmo Black Forum, www.blogtalkradio.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.